Well, happy Monday, and thank you so much for joining the Reframe Brain Podcast, where we center brain health and unseen injuries. I am your founder and host, Erica Savage-Wilson, and it is so good to have you join us once again. We do this every first and third Monday, and if you're viewing us by YouTube, we want to thank each and every one of our YouTube viewers. If you would, please hit the like, subscribe button, and also tap that notification bell so you can be alerted when a new episode comes on board. Also, if you're listening to us by one of our select podcast platforms, we welcome you and thank you so much. I've been been able to see that um, been getting really, really great ratings. And that if you would, please, if you've not left a review, please consider leaving us a review so that we can continue to expand the Reframe Brain community. And it has been so wonderful. We kicked off January 25th of 2022, and we have had amazing guests. We've had uh, Dr. Nanette Spencer, who had a brain injury herself 15 years ago. We've had fitness and wellness experts. We've had a healthcare executive. We have had a plethora of guests to be before you, Reframe Brain audience. And now we are going to turn gears to the vice president of university relations and the CEO of W2 Communications. And that is in the form of Dr. Wendy Wilson. So I'm gonna read a little bit about her and then we're gonna get started on today's episode. Dr. Wendy M. Wilson is a transformational leader with a proven reputation for advancing organizational operations and profiles throughout post-secondary education and corporate systems. Currently, she serves as Albany State University's Vice President of University Relations. At the macro level, Wilson's internal and external stakeholders engagement has proven successful in advancing the university as well as defining and assessing the work of the Office of the President in support of effective institutional alignment and synergy. Dr. Wilson's civic and community engagement is equally distinctive. She is noted in the Southwest Georgia region as the host of ASU TV's Realizing Potential, a decades-long television show highlighting the accomplishments of state and regional leadership. Wilson expanded the region's platform to feature notable conversations with UNICEF ambassador and film star Danny Glover and trained dancer and actor Jasmine Guy. Her entrepreneurial endeavors include W2 Communications, a public relations firm that examines and develops branding, image, employment, and professional development strategies for individuals and organizations. For over 15 years, the firm has proudly influenced and created opportunities of success, yielding intended objectives and outcomes for a broad range of clients, including AARP, Academic Impressions, the City of Albany, Georgia, and AT&T. Wendy Wilson is a native of Detroit, Michigan. She holds a doctorate in curriculum leadership from Columbus State University, a Master of Science in Human Resource Management from Central Michigan University, and a Bachelor of Science in Organizational Management from Bluefield College. Let's all give Dr. Wendy M. Wilson a very welcome to the Reframe Brain Podcast. Welcome, Dr. Wilson. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to be with you this morning. Thank you for having me. We're so, so glad to have you. And we read those credentials that you present 
you present um, really a body of knowledge. So I would like for you to invite the Reframe um, Brain audience into um, your role, um, your introductory role um, as the Vice President of University Relations at the Unsinkable Albany State University, which is HBCU. Indeed it is. And thank you so much again for this uh, opportunity to engage with you and, and your, your thousands of viewers out there. Uh, I've been at Albany State, uh, it's approaching 20 years, and my current role now as Vice President of University Relations allows me to engage with all of our internal and external stakeholders. And what that means is addressing any concerns, any needs that they may have. I lead numerous initiatives, partner uh, with different, again, as I mentioned, stakeholders and different groups within uh, for the purpose of ensuring that Albany State University uh, has the intended presence, meets its mission and mission goals and objectives and stays connected throughout the community. And so I lead numerous initiatives, and I know one of them we're going to talk about a little later is our mental health and wellness uh, initiative. And so excited to have done that. It is making a huge role. But what I love most about my job, or I'm sorry, a huge impact, but what I love most about my job, it is affords me the opportunity to engage with anyone that is supportive, connected, and attempting to um, advance their lives, specifically their academic pursuits at Albany State University. Wow, and thank you for your service, um, not only to Albany State University, but to uh, the community at large and then the region. Um, when just in reading your bio, having guests come in like um, the impressionable um, film star and UNICEF ambassador, Danny Glover, um, who um, is a thespian of thespians, um, Jasmine Guy, who, if people did not know, was a dancer, and you mentioned that as well in your bio, and an actor as well. So thank you for your service, um, Dr. Wilson. Thank you. Um, and so you did mention the mental health and wellness uh, uh, center that you were integral in standing up at Albany State University. So that leads us into the next part of our discussion. So you were the one, you led that execution um, of the new tripart centers for of diversity, inclusion, and social equity. Um, and, and so in thinking about that, and you talked about um, the men mental wellness aspect of that, unfortunately, we know that during this year, about one third of HBCUs um, had to navigate bomb threats. And um, the White House released um, a message and I want to read a little bit about uh, read a little bit of Madam um, Vice President Kamala Harris's statement uh, that she issued um, specifically to the mental health impact saying, quote, HBCU students already experiencing negative impacts from the pandemic, such as lingering effects of illness, trauma and basic needs insecurities are now experiencing additional stress and anxiety because of these bomb threats that can negatively affect their academic success. That statement can be found on whitehouse.gov's page um, in their messaging section and end quote there. And VP Harris's statement she shared um, also um, moving through that, that grant funds were available to HBCUs through Project School Emergency Response to Violence, a project serve, giving your work um, when you talk about external stakeholders, internal stakeholders, 
Um, please share how ASU um, and the teams that you have in place have um, responded to students during um, this very real crisis. Certainly. Well, thank you. And that's, um, that's a very layered question. Um, the president of the university uh, was very concerned about all of our stakeholders, particularly our, our greatest treasure, our students. And she started um, just assessing and having conversations uh, with our internal groups, our counseling accessibility services, and also seeing what's playing out um, within the greater society. So during the time of the pandemic, we of course um, experienced the murder of George Floyd on a global level. Everyone um, had front and center um, uh, viewership, if you will, of that. And it's almost as if you, that the expression death by a thousand cuts. And so if you do not get all of these moments and experiences, whether they impact you or whether they occur rather directly or indirectly, they do take a toll and have an effect on you. So from those um, observations and um, concerns about our students, because what we wanna do is create a holistic environment. It is more than just their, their academic pursuits. There's a social component. We want them to be able to successfully navigate post-degree completion. So what we then decided to do is to stand up the Centers for Diversity, um, um, Inclusion and Social Equity. And what that does is that encompasses so much in terms of their overall development. One of those critical elements is of course, mental health and wellness. And mm -hmm. with, the, with the pandemic, with of course, as I share the George Floyd incident, all of the, the, the global uh, pressures and instances that we get on a 24 hour, seven day a week diet through social media. Um, it was important that we properly equip and arm our students to be able to respond to those moments and more importantly be cognizant of their own mental health and wellness and seek those systems that we have in place to help them through that process and so with that we had uh, we also received uh, some funding from the state the federal level to help support that initiative on top of all of that then we find ourselves in this situation where HBCUs are under attack, disrupting mm -hmm. um, the instructional process, uh, disrupting uh, the opportunity to become world-class contributors to successfully navigate society, uh, mm -hmm. the list goes on and on. And so that those acts, those horrific acts of the threat itself, thank, thank God that you know, none of that came to fruition but again, can you imagine uh, waking up with that news that we are under bomb attack on top of the other pressures that we're having to deal with? Right. So we were very thankful uh, for the uh, White House's very quick and swift response to that and understanding that it can have short and long-term impact, uh, you know, triggers anxiety. Uh, we were in a uh, cabinet meeting uh, that same morning when we received the, the news uh, that we had been targeted. And I was one of the first ones to raise my hand uh, about, you know, let's, let's make sure that everybody's in place as it relates to being able to support our students, allowing them to voice their concerns. And if this, of course, and it did trigger uh, past traumas, being in position to help them navigate that. And so we successfully ra rallied and continue to, or, or continue rather, to provide those support services. But we are very appreciative to 
the White House. And then having gone through that, there were, of course, some subsequent uh, institutions that were a part of that uh, horrific network of, of uh, attacks. And so we were able to kind of guide them to say, this is how we responded to the students and to the moment. Wow. Well, we really appreciate uh, the university's president um, and you all administrators leadership in that because these are unseen injuries. As you said, um, thankfully, none of those threats actually manifested, but yes. that uh, your leadership had the foresight to have these centers up and running and then uh, had networks of um, the uh, counseling accessibility offices, all of those different teams that were able to say, this is the moment that we live in. Um, here's the next action. And it really steals us. And this is why kids choose HBCUs for uh, a level of safety. So to have that, as you eloquently explained, layered into everything else that's been happening, um, we found ourselves here in the past two or three years, but really grateful and thankful for you all's response and that you were all also able to um, be um, a shoulder for other HBCUs as well. And so um, your expertise as a communicator, um, we made mention of the fact that you said that you've been in higher education for 20 years. So that means that you must have started when you were 10. Um, <laughs> so we've got this very, very young uh, Wendy M. Wilson, not Dr. Wendy Wilson. You have been in these media spaces as we talked about hosting Realizing Potential which is available on ASU 19. There, there's also a um, YouTube channel. So you all can go to ASU 19 so that you can go um, go to Realizing Potential on YouTube um, and connect with that channel, subscribe there. Um, so you're in media spaces as the VP of University Relations. You're continuously communicating, communicating with external internal stakeholders. Um, you're doing it on the television show. Um, and then you made mention um, as we read your bio that you are a prior HR professional, which leads us to believe that now you had to start work when you were five. Um, so you have all of these skill sets, all of these strong abilities um, to not only problem solve for human capital um, demonstrated, but that has also expanded and shaped your uh, communications and executive coaching arm, uh, which you told us has now is celebrating 15 years of business W2 communications. So, if you could, um, and before we want to pause and say congratulations on 15 successful years you. to you, Dr. You. Wilson, you and your team, could you bring us more intimately into your work with W2 Communications? Because it seems, it, it makes sense because of you are in essence a power broker. Um, could you share a little bit more with us around W2 Communications? Absolutely. And I, I just had this thought um, when you were uh, sharing that little uh, brief background and, and, of course, hitting the anniversary mark. Uh, I was probably maybe about 10 or 11 years old and my grandparents were visiting um, our home and somebody posed a question, you know, what will what will you do when you grow up, Wendy? And I, I pondered it for a minute. I don't know that I responded, but my uh, now approaching 93 year old grandmother said, I know that it will be something in communications. 
And I hadn't thought about that in a while. Yeah. Wow. So it really is almost a full circle moment. And um, of course, over the years, people, oh, you, you know, sound as if you should be uh, a news anchor or a television reporter. Uh, and so didn't go into that realm, but in many instances I did because Albany mm -hmm. State University has a television and a radio station. And again, it's an opportunity to showcase and highlight uh, the great things that our students are doing, community leaders, and, and certainly our alums. And so that's my opportunity to have interviewed Danny Glover and, and Jasmine Guy and so many other uh, greats, uh, known and unknown. Regarding W2 Communications, uh, you, it's, it's amazing how your experiences then compound. And uh, never really left HR in many instances. And uh, my role as Vice President of University Relations allows me, again, as I said, to engage with all of our different stakeholders. And so I have oftentimes have conversations about the importance of uh, professional development and how people can navigate challenges and pursue those opportunities. And so with that, uh, W2 Communications, again, started 15 years ago, but it started with someone reaching out to me saying, hey, can you help me with, your, with my resume? And I did, that then morphed, and I then started expanding and giving guidance and instructions on how to prepare for interviews or how to deal with challenges in the workplace, conflict resolution. Um, then it morphed again, and so uh, broader training and helping people to prepare for and oftentimes create the next opportunity. Because again, you I tell my clients all the time, you need to prepare for the job that you aspire uh, for five, 10 years down the road. So you may not be the CEO of that um, uh, organization or of an organization or an executive, but now is a time to prepare. So I still, uh, in terms of uh, W2 Communications, uh, still assist with the design of cover letters, resumes, but has now grown and with the uh, assistance of a really great staff, what that then allows me to do is now broader training. And with the broader training, I am now uh, teaching executives or preparing individuals to be successful in that executive space. And so many clients offering them coaching services. Uh, and so we may have a weekly engagement or we may meet once a month, um, advising them on how to prepare and maintain successfully in that space. I love it. And uh, just to, um, so two things, um, I am a former client of W2 Communications. Yes. Um, so for me, this is very personal. Um, people look at Dr. Wilson and they see a poise, they see an elegance, they see a sharpness. And um, the second thing around that, um, just completing that thought is that for the heavy level of communications that you have done and that you continue to do, um, and also with your business, I found that one of the things that really keeps her sharp, and this is really around centering brain health when you talk about the level of communication and the demand that you have in your role, not just internal, but externally, is going to bed at an appropriate time. And Dr. Wilson more than does that. Um, <laughs> you will not get Dr. Wilson after 8.30 p.m. And I think that's very important. She's an early riser, you know, really gives her um, opportunity to focus, get sharp, think, um, very sharp dresser. 
very much so um, before the moment. Uh, and so uh, we um, just wanted to share that with the audience because all of that does encompass exactly what this podcast covers. <laughs> I'm so glad. Thank you, and, and and thank you for sparing the 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 viewers and the listeners with this this story that you you love to tell about me. Oh, it's approaching the eight thirty hour. We were having dinner one one evening, and I zoomed. I wonder I didn't get a ticket. Uh, but yes, rest is so important to me. Um, and and I as again in that whole executive presence and design and. And what I do is provide uh, uh, strat career uh, planning strategies uh, on how to maintain that overall executive presence. And it really is broad. Um, I, I tell those that are learning about my, my, um, uh, the firm initially because they get caught on the executive presence. And again, it is about a behavior. It is about a, the manifestation of a style and how you engage with others and how others engage with you and how you are perceived. And so that is just important in, in all spaces that professional spaces that you are entering and trying to stay and then trying to advance in. So back to the, the piece about rest. Um, one of the things that I love about the Reframe Brain is we or you have also shared with your you know mass um, supporters and viewers that it is just like we awaken every morning and we brush our teeth or we, we properly uh, go through the grooming process. Rest is critical to our overall uh, being and ability to then move forward and to advance. And so it means sitting still, it means uh, collecting your thoughts, uh, it means being quiet, whatever you define that to be. Uh, that that certainly that is necessary in one's life, and in, in this particular case, as it relates to my business, your your executive mm -hmm. presence. Thank you so much for that, Dr. Wilson. And people um, will know um, at the beginning of the episode just really the impact of what Dr. Wilson said, because you see that's one wall of uh, her library that is in her home. There are two um, walls uh, filled with books. There are plants. Uh, beautiful art. So this whole rest component, um, she really does operate in a way that gives herself that level of reprieve. And we definitely appreciate that. So Dr. Wilson, if you could tell the Reframe Brain audience um, how they can connect with your work, procure your services and your social media handles to include LinkedIn, if you will. Sure, absolutely. And so again, W2 Communications focus is to provide provide executive and career planning strategies for its clients and uh, enjoy providing little daily tips uh, just to introduce and highlight the services that we can provide. And so we are on those social media platforms. Our goal, we are right now um, in the hands of a website developer. And so our website will be available. We're looking at probably uh, mid-April, very April, uh, late April at the very latest. And so that will be on our social media platforms so that you can get a, a greater range of our services and, and point of contact. But we are on Instagram as W2 Communications. You can find, I have actually two pages. One is Dr. Wendy Wilson, then underscore W2 Communications and then W2 underscore, underscore communications. And then we're also on LinkedIn uh, as Dr. Wendy Wilson. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And so uh, if you wanna get a discovery call, if you find yourself in need, and it does not 
Um, even if you're not in a traditional job, if you are an entrepreneur, um, the world is your customer. So you want to show up your best self. Um, all of those social media handles that Dr. Wilson mentioned will be in the show notes so that you can get a discovery call, book that, um, and also be able to connect with her via LinkedIn, Instagram, um, all of those different social media handles. So Dr. Wendy Wilson, it has indeed been a pleasure. Thank you so much for gracing the Reframe Brain. My pleasure. Thank you for this invitation. I was um, elated to have received it. Um, I wish you the utmost continued success in all of your uh, endeavors. You are uh, an example of what I said earlier, that all of your experiences compound. And so your uh, role in huge impact on a global level within the political arena uh, and uh, social activism arena is still manifesting and still resonating in this space. And so I'm excited about what you continue to do and just honored to be um, a part of this moment. So thank you for the invitation. Oh, look at that. See, she almost got me, everybody. <laughs> almost got me. Those are big sister privileges. <laughs> indeed, indeed it is. Big sister okay. privileges. Uh, well, thank you, Reframe Brain audience. I hope that you definitely, definitely extracted from this interview. Please do a book your discovery call with Dr. Wendy Wilson today. And thank you so much for being connected to the Reframe Brain. Remember, we do this work. We are on this journey, one beautiful breath at a time. See you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Are you ready to maximize your morning and reserve your seat for the Great Reset Masterclass? To get this email and more, rsvp at greatreset.today.